Good evening everyone and welcome to this, the 18th episode of Blood on the Thames, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle set in London, England. With me tonight, Carlos playing Moses of Clan Nosferatu. Uh, Peter from uh, playing Benjamin, Clan <laughs> Malkavian, nearly slipped into being Clan Malkavian myself there. Rachel playing Katia of Clan Tremere. And Philip playing Jim Roy Woods of Clan Gangrel. So, um... Did we want to do it at the start? Did we want to do it? Nah, do it yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll jump straight in with a, a recap then for episode 17, guys, and then we'll get stuck into it. So, uh, with the discussion that the coach we're having, Jim McGrew has, in a way, agreed to pay pay for the repairs to Moses' door. Uh, Katia has agreed to pay pay for, for Benjamin's window, which is matched. Uh, the Coterie has been considering their current problems and agreed to hunt in pairs or groups when dangerously hungry. So, um, on the way out, accompanying Jim on a hunt, uh, Benjamin spots a figure watching them in a, in a slightly disturbing manner, and he warns Moses and Katia. They find out in turn that this fellow is called Graham McEwen, and he is searching for Alicia. So Benjamin helps uh, Jim on a hunt, turning what should be a gangrel murder into merely some grievous bodily harm. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Katya and Moses start um, following Graham. Well, we encounter him again, uh, and uh, he's with an associate. Uh, Moses starts shadowing them, and he learns that both Graham and his associate Amy are lupines, and they are looking for Jim in a very nasty way. Um, meanwhile, uh, Kata has been uh, ghost chasing at the crossed hands, and the ghost decides to attack Jim in the shower. Um, <laughs> and there's a sleepwalking Miss Morality into the basement. However, before Kata can learn more, Moses calls ahead to tell everyone to get the heck out of Dodge. And they do, because that's what you do when <laughs> lupines are coming for you. Uh, Benjamin goes out to the front and sees Graham watching from across the street, whilst the rest of the coterie flees into the tunnels. However, while Benjamin is driving away, he realises that he's being followed by someone in another car. And that is where we left off. So, with regards to willpower, <laughs> you, I'll let you recover one. Because you are technically mid-scene. That's that's all I need. Well, that's not all I need. <laughs> that's all I was missing. So, I'll take it. I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, with very little information kind of shared beyond what frantic screaming Moses has passed back to you as you race down the tunnels. You can hear the echoing footsteps of one another just barreling down this chamber with very little light shed onto why. Although you did mention lupines and there yep. was a shocked reaction from Jim, you are charging headfirst into pitch blackness down here, unless you have a light source, I'm assuming. Cool. Yep. So with your meager light source kind of well, crashing back and forth, it's difficult for you to find your, uh, your way through here without stumbling now and again, but you've tread down here once or twice, enough at least, um, that you guys have managed to get a rough idea of where you're going, which is, where are you headed? 
the intersection that is near the residential, no, the, the commercial area where the dumpsters are with all the food and all, where Jim and Moses were rat hunting. So we know there are like, that, that's a, like a, a uh, the intersection where there's a lot of rats or there should be a lot of rats in that vicinity. Okay. So we're, I'm going to the same place we went last time that we knew because there were dumpsters near the commercial area, like the McDonald's and all the restaurants and all that. It's more likely to have rats and that's where we hunt and when we got actually bitten by a lot of rats. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's where we're going. All right, with Moses on the lead, you trudge down this, uh, this pathway, heading towards uh, the area that you recently fed in and with the distinct taste of rats still in your mouth, uh, you manage to arrive into an area where there are still remains from the pieces of the, uh, the rodents that you managed to chew your way through um, that have not been wholly digested by their kin. Mm -hmm. um, but of live rats, there is almost no sign. Okay. What do you want to do? Shh. Listen, if there's anyone, like, we're not breathing. We can stand still. I want to hear if there's any other Sound, footsteps approaching, anyone? Which plus one is? I can imagine I'd probably be doing this as yeah, well. Right. So would I. Okay. My first roll with my vampire dice, because they're right with me. Yay! Oh shit! Um, no, no. Why now, man? Why now? <laughs> Mexico. Critical win with a total of six successes. I got a four success. Messy critical. Messy critical. Shit. What hunger are you on? I want three. Okay. And I cannot reroll that because that is on both. Just suck some oh. rat corpses. That is both. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now I get it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. So, you all listen and beyond the sounds of dripping water beyond the sounds of footsteps overhead, distance <coughs> though they are, you can't hear anything echoing down these tunnels. You can hear very, very quiet movement further down the tunnels, or at least Jim can, which suggests that there are further, there are more rats in this tunnel, just not in this area. And Jim, <laughs> listening intently to these sounds, begins trudging after them further into the dark, down a passage which you don't normally head down. It's not a conscious effort that he's doing, it seems like he's more veering towards it. And then just when he's about to start down this tunnel, he stops. And then you feel a very sharp, cold descend over you, which is odd given that you don't have any sort of temperature but it's there, it's a sensation of an awareness of self that you're not quite, you're, you're not, you don't know what it is, but there is something about yourself that you are suddenly acutely aware of, something that's been escaping your notice up until now. And it's, it's like the hunger, but it's different. It's almost alien and that's odd for a new kindred, because a lot of things are alien. But this doesn't feel like the smell of the, the blood that's around you, in terms of the rats, is as appetizing as it otherwise would be. 
Meanwhile, you guys can only hear the very small movements of rats further ahead, but there's nothing coming down the tunnel from which you've just fled. And if anything is going on in your haven, you're too far now to hear it. Yeah, okay. Um, Sun is off. Ram is a lupine. Oh shit. That makes sense. Shit. Well, I don't know how I'm alive, but... No. Nor me. Well, he was asking very specifically for you, Jim. Do you piss off everyone you meet? <laughs> I have met a lupine exactly once. The same night that I met my sire. So when you were embraced? When I was kind, when I was still human. Oh, before, okay. Before all this. Let me guess. What you saw was him gutting her. I have no idea if it was him, if it was someone else. Whoever it was, um, I hit them with a car. You we see should. a monster standing over a woman? Do it. You're in a car. Shh. We should split up, find a place where to spend the night. Because these guys were sitting in front of the bus stop outside the crossed hands. They are more likely to go in if they get impatient or during the day looking for us. Okay, you have a place to stay? Yeah, I've got somewhere to <laughs> No. Can you take him somewhere? Nope, I cannot. Absolutely not. Where were you staying last? Last time you stayed in my house, things ended up bad and I ended up without a car. Why don't you go to Benjamin's? <laughs> you know where he lives, right? You've stayed there yeah. a couple of times. Yeah, once. Yeah, also I'm not staying in my in my condo, so it's useless. Um <clears throat> Bye. Text me when you are safe. Yeah. Hey? With the paint around, when it's no nowhere safe. Well, I don't know. I'll you. be safe. Yeah. Just go into the shadows and stand there and obfuscate. And wait to see where they're going. So on, what, on, on the occasions where um, I've, in the past, helped uh, Moses and we've discussed things like camera locations and we probably know the tunnel network leading out from the crossed yeah. hands, would I know where the um, nearest kind of access hatch, I suppose, to somewhere I could travel to the Chantry would be? Yeah, I mean, the Chantry seems to be like a, a, a place that you would uh, these consider what you're studying. Um, the closest one is not like right next door, yeah. but it certainly gets you the covers the most ground to get you there. Yeah. Um, so that'd be easy enough for you to find. Yeah. However, you still have all specs up when you made your roll, yes? Um, I don't have uh, I don't have heightened sensors. I've got to see the unseen. Okay, so in which case like you do a contested roll. Okay. Because you are technically obfuscated and you can yeah. potentially see it. That's true. And these weights for us obfuscate, right? For me. 
That's uh, five successes. Oh, that's oh, that's quite, that's quite <laughs> a lot. Six, no, five as well. Five. Technically, you're the acting party against something she's already got up, so although Moses backpedals, looking for all the world like he's about to head off, he suddenly develops that blurry edge, that keening, which you've come to know and recognize as him having developed this power. And he just stays there. Shrug. And I'm <laughs> going to start heading off the way that I, uh, the way that I know to go. Okay. Right, so you're heading off towards the Chantry. You're following... Katya. Okay. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going... I'm going to um, try and use a tunnel network to get close to the close to the nearest tube station to take uh, any close tubes to Benjamin's. To Benjamin's? To Benjamin's okay. place, yes. <laughs> okay. Very bad at so, once James outside and she's in the street, or going to the street, I, I'm not a street level yet. Yeah, <laughs> but once Jim is enough out of sight, then he will not be overhearing any conversations that echo in the tunnels. I approach Katya. Okay. I'm like, hey, it's not polite to follow people. Well, it's also impolite to bring a lot of lupines to our haven. That's why I wanted to have a chat with you. Oh, well, if that's the case, I suppose that's all right. Remember that we're looking for Alicia? Yes. I was very specific. The reason I'm alive is because apparently Alicia dropped my name. What, so? I have no idea what to think, but she knows this Graham. It's not like, doesn't feel like he's just hunting her. It almost feels like, <clears throat> they, it sounds a bit like as if there's a, a debt. I can't see any other reason why Lupine would do anything for. I think Alicia is toying with him and he likes to fun. They have seemed to have, they, they seem to know each other quite well. Or enough for, like, well, she certainly has enough influence. So he sums up all the restraint he has not to kill Kindred right there and then. He even answered some of my questions. Answer some of mine as well. It's quite impressive. So that's the reason we're alive, or at least me, because his friend, Amy, she could see me. See me, see me. It doesn't surprise me massively that a lupine could do that. Uh, it, it, it does surprise me, yeah. Because I need to find a way of a hiding from them as well especially Jim is going to be remain a part of this quarry is like well you need <clears throat> to find a way to cover up your scent which will be a lot harder I haven't thought of that hey hang on a second I'm not saying you smell bad I'm just saying they can probably smell death on you yeah 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 you're absolutely right so there's nothing stopping them from chasing us by smell into wherever we're going to be spending the night yeah, you'll probably be right. I just take out my rosary and start praying as I call every single rat that I can. Okay. Without going hungry! <laughs> okay, uh, I need you to make a roll. Yes. Minus two. Okay. 
that is going to be for summoning I think is manipulation plus animalism minus two that is one success one success you get carried through these tunnels is the sounds of movement but it's faint and it grows very slightly louder but not to the kind of height that you expect and certainly not to the height that it did previously and you get a maybe two rats three that kind of bob towards you and then one turns and scurries off the moment it sees you and the other two keep a distance they don't come straight up to you but they are within sight but there's a caution in the way that they're approaching okay do you need anything else or can i i was thinking about losing our scent with other with two rats well i we're quite a lot larger than rats yeah but i think they're well, i've been feeding from here from them and their friends so probably that's why not, they're not coming do you have any way of getting lupines off of our cases. I think that's a little above my pay grade. I think right now our best ally is swiftly getting to our own safe locations. Bye. Bye. Don't follow me this time. No, no, I just run away into the tunnels. Into, uh, I go, I, I never go above ground. I just keep it underground until I reach the, the tube or the sewers and just change from one to the other until I reach my own other haven, the other other haven, that one. Okay. So you guys continue heading off into your safe locations or towards your safe locations or the safest locations you can think of. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Benjamin, <laughs> no, with your painting in tow, yes, safely nestled <clears throat> on the back of your car, mm. you head away from uh, the crossed hands, knowing that there's a moment of, not necessarily pride, but you feel satisfied that you've done your part in letting them know that there mm. are people out front and that mm. they should go at the back. Mm. And you begin making your way towards... Um, well, I, I think I was probably making my way back to my flat. Mm. However, when I become aware that there is someone following me, I'm not gonna head straight to my flat. I'm going to drive for a bit until I get to the first like traffic lights or bit where I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to have to pause or stop briefly. Okay. So, the individual that is following you in a car is following. They're not being obvious about it. There, there is a subtlety to what they're doing, but it's also not the kind of subtlety that you'd expect from someone that cared if they knew they were being observed. It's more a polite distance that's afforded you as you're making your way. And catching a glimpse of this individual in the car, you notice it to be a woman that looks as though she's in her early 20s, mm. um, with her hair tied back, um, and what looks to be the upper part of a trench coat or something similar that has a high collar. And she's just following you as you're going, and she's just observing your car. Um, and I haven't seen her before, have I? No, you don't recognize her. Okay. So yeah, I'm just gonna, I'll drive along for a little while, um, kind of almost just anywhere, I'm not that bothered, until I get to the, because the thing is Benjamin wants to try and contact the co-tree with the walkie-talkie, 
but he's not going to do that whilst he's driving because that's how accidents happen. So he's going to wait until <laughs> he gets traffic lights or something. Okay. It doesn't take you too long to find traffic lights, not in London. Okay. Um, and before too long, you pull up next to the lights and the other car's about three cars behind you. Okay, so I'll get the walkie talkie and beak. Hello? Hello? It, it, it's Benjamin. Hello? There, there's someone following me. There, anyone? Hello? Right, okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to um, start to try and essentially, because I've already got heightened senses up, I'm going to try and kind of push my senses, basically looking for any opportunities to lose this tail. So what I'm trying to do is do a premonition Okay. Um, to do that. Okay. I'll, I'll see if I'm going to go hungry after it. Yes, I am. <laughs> Um, but first, let's make this roll. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, four, five. Five? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you reach up with your senses, and as you pull up onto the light, your the sensation that you begin getting is odd. You feel as though there is a kind of coldness, but it's not aimed from behind you. In fact, there's almost like a warmth from behind you, almost as though your seat suddenly becomes warm. Okay. And as you glance over into the the wind mirror, you realise that the individual that's tailing you in the car, you're not getting the cold sensation that you think that you would have gotten. Instead, there is a very cold spot that you can feel almost radiating through your roof. And as you kind of peer up, you realise that there is a very faint silhouette of someone up on the rooftop who is moving almost in tandem with your vehicle. So I think the person following me in a car, I'm not getting a sense of alarm from them. No, you're getting a kind of warm sense. It's almost like a heated seat. It's flooding the <coughs> rear of you, you know, from okay. behind. But there is someone on a rooftop that is Yeah, you're getting a cold sensation right. from up above. And are they on like the, the left-hand side Okay, so I guess what I'm going to do is drive along for a little bit, looking for a reasonably fast road on the right. Okay. Because I want to make it as hard for them as possible to follow me on the rooftops. And then I will... For Benjamin, signal late. <laughs> but probably not that late, really. Uh, and then I'll take a right turn and try and get away from the person following me on the roofs. Okay. I'm a bit worried he's going to ask me to make a roll in a minute. Yes. Dry rolls never go well. It's not, not, not on Hunger 3, it doesn't. No, <laughs> no, no, not. Uh, I just got to look at I have to give him a crown. Messy critical. Can't rouse, crown. Man, I can't rouse this. Yeah, you can, but then. No, I can't. Hunger 4 is the win. No, I can't do Hunger okay. for this. I need, I need a bit in the tank in case this goes wrong. <laughs> Dexterity plus drive, please. <laughs> Um, since you said you were turning away from where the position the person is yeah. on the roof, yeah. I'll give you a plus two. Mm. Because you are you are essentially putting distance between yeah. you and someone that he is really limited by buildings. Have to narrate plus two, plus yeah. <laughs> that was so book one. I don't man. mind actually; they're not that bad. It's so book one. But I, I, so this reputation apparently I'm getting. I need to. All right. Oh, I'm gonna spend willpower. You, you, you better. Yeah, good idea. Uh, 
three. Okay. It's actually not bad. Okay, you are the active participant and you tie, so you succeed. Ooh. As you are veering off um, driving, you are keenly aware of where that cold spot is. And it seems to move further back into the car until it kind of blends mm. with the warm sensation that you're having. And as you glance into your, your mirror, reluctantly turning it so that you can actually view, and Ooh. feeling a flush of relief when you realize that there is no one sat in the back of your car, um, <laughs> you note that the individual that's up on the roof, or the silhouette that's up on the roof, has not moved from the spot it's in, but it is moved closer, giving you a more solid look at the outline. Um, although you can't make out any features, but you can see movement almost like limbs moving up, almost as though they're pressing something to their ear. Mm. Um, the car behind you keeps pace, although it remains two cars behind you now. Um, I think that Benjamin's just going to drive for a little while, not really knowing what to do. Okay. And um, every so often he will, like when he comes to some traffic lights or whatever, he'll like pick up the walkie talkie and go, hello, please, anyone? And you know. And every time. Yeah. Now that I've had this um, warmer sense, if you like, from my back, do, do I, I don't know, I don't know if this is reading too much into it, but do I, do I have a sense that they seem non-threatening or? It's, Hard to say. No, I think Benji's going to. It's just different and less it's just, unpleasant. It's just less. Oh my god! Than the one on <laughs> yeah. the roof. Okay. I mean, you, you're cold anyway. You're dead. Yeah. So to feel actual cold is very unsettling. Um, okay. Well, I think I'm gonna. I'll just drive for a while. Assuming she's just gonna. She's still just keeping pace and following regardless. But there is no. There's no uh, kind of desperation or. Uh, hurry in what they're doing. They seem just as content to keep two cars distance between them and you. Okay. Um, Alright, at some point, I think, I'm gonna um, look... Oh, I think it's my paintings in the car. Oh, I was gonna go up on foot, but you, can't, you don't abandon a painting at a time like this, do you? Uh, I... Th no, I think I will, actually. I'm gonna... In fact, next time I'm at traffic lights, I will go for my phone this time. Okay. Again, it's not hard for you to come to traffic lights in London. Um, before too long, you are rolling up towards them. You are several cars behind the closest to the traffic lights, and it gives you enough of a window to pull out your phone and begin scouring safely through the list. All right, I'm going to call Edmund. Okay. If in doubt. Bzzzd. <coughs> Bzzzd. Bzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzzz
then. So are you trying to lose the person behind you as well, or are you just driving? Um, so I'm, well, because I think, I, I, my current suspicion is that I've lost the person on the rooftop by now. That's my current impression. But I've still got this tail on the back. So I am trying to lose them as well, because okay. there is a rando following me. <coughs> oh, God. Uh, two successes. Okay. We'll jump back to you in a moment. So, Jim, uh, moving away from the rest of the coterie, you continue on your own into the tunnels, making your way towards the closest subway station. There's not one too far away. There's, they're all over London. Uh, and you manage to cram into one. There is a load of people commuting, even at this late hour, going back and forth. Where did you want to head towards Benjamin's? Uh, I wanted to try and um, uh, try and lose any. Uh, having a sense that something's wrong, uh, I'm going to uh, try and two pop. So hop on one train for a while, go a different line, hop. So um, hop, hop over a bit. Are you just randomly hopping, or are you going somewhere specific? Uh, randomly hopping, but uh, I'll ultimately ending up in two stop near Ben's place. Okay. You stay on the the tubes as they go back and forth, up and down the lines, jumping off every now and again and making your way over to the nearest station, heading in a different direction, making your way the long route over to where Ben uh, resides. And it takes you a good while to make your way there. But once you get there, you feel a little bit better that maybe you bought yourself some time or lost any potential pursuit. And before too long, you find yourself coming towards Benjamin's place. But based upon its outward appearance, there doesn't appear to be anyone there. Um, uh, I'll, I'm going to um, go see if there's a way up to the roof of where where, where his where his apartment is. Okay. Just gonna have a look for a fire escape or something. Yes, yeah, just just wait to get to the roof. Okay. It's there are no obvious fire escapes. The main way of getting in and out of the building is the uh, either going through one of the the windows or going up and down the actual stairwell. Um, you could try breaking in through the stairwell. I'm, I'm not a, uh, I'm not break in. Um, we'd, ra we'd rather slip up there. Okay. All right. We'll jump back to you in a moment. Katia, making your way back towards the chantry. Mm -hmm. um, you manage to come back above ground with as much distance put between you and the haven as you can, and then via public transport, or are you taking? Yeah, she would use public transport, but where possible, the busiest that okay. she can. Okay. It's. At this hour, the most of the people that are on there are people that have gone out drinking or um, and aren't driving back. So there, whilst there's not loads of people cramming onto public transports like there might be after the working day, there it certainly feels claustrophobic with the way people are sloshing about, the volume of everything, and it's distracting. I'm assuming you still don't have no, you don't have heightened sensor anyway. Apologies, um, you come off the bus closest to the Chantry and you know it's a good two minute walk and you begin making your way straight there are you? Yes but I would I want to double <coughs> check I don't have any tails. Okay what's plus awareness? 
one, two, three successes. Okay. You glance around you, you take your time to double check. You make sure that there's no one on any of the levels around you, and based upon what you can see, there is nobody that is paying you any particular attention. There are people moving back and forth, there always are, but there is no one that seems to be giving you any undue attention, and certainly no one here that you recognize as Graham or Amy. So. In that case, I will make my way towards the Chantry. Okay. So you make your way up inside, and there are a few uh, acolytes moving back and forth through the inner veins of the Chantry. Do you want to head anywhere specifically? Uh, I think she's going to be making her way towards the, the library, but she is going to text um, Sabine as she is on the way and say, if you have a window tonight, I have some more information. Okay. It doesn't take you too long before you get a response. It's not the best typed response, but it rarely is from Sabine. Um, it simply says, where? Uh, I say, um, I'd probably say our home, because I wouldn't text Chantry or obvious kind of terms. Okay. And I, I imagine if this is something I'm, I've probably phrased it this way before. Yeah. Uh, the response is bring a good book. And you go and set yourself into the library, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. um, and you're only waiting there about 12 to 15 minutes before Sabine arrives, um, discarding a coat and a scarf that she had on, and she folds them over her arm as she moves over to the table and sits down. What Could can you, I do for you, darling? Uh, sorry to drag you here yet again, sir. Seems I seem to have been installed with the most trouble-attracting coterie in all of London. She leans back. <laughs> 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 I had a conversation with um, a pair of lupines this evening. And you're sure they're lupines? Well, they were Forgive me for saying, darling, but you seem to be remarkably hale for an encounter with yes, the lupines. Yes, this surprises me as much as it does you. Well, I wasn't... I wasn't completely sure myself. They were clearly not, uh, they're clearly not human. Uh, they didn't say to me explicitly what they were. I had suspicions, but uh, they also appeared before another member of my coterie and explicitly said what they were and what they were doing. And the fact that they left him alive was down to sport, I think. So who was this member of your coterie that they confessed this to? Uh, the, the Nosferatu, uh, Moses. But they're not... And what was their claimed purpose? They're hunting uh, Jim Roy Woods, the other member of my coterie seems the gangrels had a run-in with them in the past, perhaps. Uh, I believe they were also on the hunt for his sire. There seems to be a lot of, uh, a lot of troublesome history to that one. It's... I'm struggling to come up with a, a reason for why you are both unharmed. 
it would seem, at least in my experiences, that they make almost no exception. The only the only information I have for you there is that supposedly um, the Lupine who spoke to my coterie member told him that the only reason he was alive was because uh, this woman, this Alicia, uh, dropped his name into conversation. So it suggests an interesting. Well, I mean, he told me he told me this himself that they had a, a complicated relationship. Himself, the the Lupine and this Alicia. Um, I don't know why that means I was left alive. They didn't seem remotely interested me in me. They were keen on hunting this gym, and I ensured just in case that I wasn't followed, and I took quite a roundabout route to get here in the first place. But as far as I'm aware, they are hunting down, hunting down the gangrel with a view to do something unpleasant to him. I'm sure. Apologies if I seem a little out of sorts. It's been. It's been <coughs> Katia, in the most off-handed way, you may have just made my evening infinitely better. I, I have. And you're certain the name was Alicia? Yes, and uh, if it helps, um, <coughs> the, uh, the Lupine in question was called um, Graham, Graham McEwen. She takes out a notebook, flips it open, and begins writing. McEwen. Yes, McEwen. Uh, the other, the other one with him. She was younger. She, uh, she had very close shaved hair. I recall. Do um, you know the name? I. Oh, she was called Amy. I don't think I got her surname. And your coterie member that they were after. Jim Roberts. Thank you, darling. No, not a problem. Uh, would you... Of course, I'll probably be staying in the vicinity for a little while. Of course. <laughs> Since our... It'll be uh, good to have you back. Uh, thank you. I Hopefully I can get on with a bit of research <coughs> while I'm here. We're certainly make the most of the opportunity, I say. I myself was about to head out. You caught me on the way out, actually. Oh, please don't manage to catch you, then. Was there anything else at all I can do for you, darling? That's all for now. I'm sure there'll be some other new catastrophe to make you aware of. Well, if you have attracted the attention of lupines, there are magics in effect to ensure that they don't find their way here. So as long as you stay in the proximity of the Chantry, you should be safe. I will Your do just that. coterie mates, however, I cannot speak to. Yes, I will. I will remain in contact with them because I, I'm certainly interested to find out what happens. But I think I will be staying here. Not at all. Well, darling, I have seen uh, Will around if you wanted to attempt to make that connection. I'm not certain whether or not she's still in the Chantry, but I figured I'd give you forewarning. If you'd rather leave it to another time, uh, that is entirely your prerogative. While I am here, it would seem as good a time as any to bridge that gap, perhaps. That's whether or not she's still in the building. I of did course. see her earlier this evening. Um, but regardless, darling, I really must dash. I will be back later on if you need to. Of course. Uh, Let me know if you need anything at all. Of course. And um, thank you again, darling. Not now, at all. Look after yourself. I will. <laughs> and 
You look a bit gaunt, darling. Have you fed? Uh, not exceedingly recently. Well, you know where they. Uh, yes. You know where they are. Yes. I recommend doing it promptly. The regent is in as well. I shall. I find it easier to concentrate when I'm fed anyway. Okay, darling. Good evening. See you soon. Goodbye. She gets back up, pulls back on her coat, wraps her scarf, and steps out. Moses. So, having split off away from Katia, with the few rats watching you from the shadows, where are you going? I bring the two rats with me for a walk. For a walk. Like, hey, let's go. They follow at a distance. <coughs> at a, a wide distance. Yeah, I just ask them to take me the smelliest route they can tell take me. Like, if I have to go through the sewers or whatever, I want to lose all of my scent or going to places so ungodly stenchful that I just don't breathe. Go through them and then go to my haven, haven, the other, other haven. Okay. So it's basically just asking the rats to use their smell to tell me where it stinks. Okay. They, with some measure of enthusiasm, <laughs> as much as you can measure in a rat, okay. turn on their tails and begin making their way back down the way that you've just come. Mm -hmm. So you begin making your way past them, keeping up at the uh, quick pace that they make, darting back and forth, going further down these tunnels, and then branching off down the corridor, which uh, moments before, or not too long before, rather, um, Jim had lingered at. And you begin making your way down there, and it begins making its very slow descent down into the maintenance tunnels, and then from there even lower and lower, down towards the sewer passages. And you are hit immediately with the increasing stink of the passages. I chose not to breathe anymore. Mm. Probably a wise choice. The rats, however, seem to flourish in this atmosphere and just mm. continue going further and further. You keep following them? Yeah, yeah, all the way until I f think I know. that like, yeah, I'm going to go this way and go to my other place. Okay. So I, I just... The way that they're leading you is not particularly towards your haven. It seems more of a kind of erratic <coughs> movement through the labyrinth that is uh, the London underpass. Yeah, 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 but uh, whomever is following me by scent Okay. We'll have a beautiful time going okay. through all of this. In which case, I will say, we will make a... Your choice between dexterity or intelligence. Okay. My choice has been made. Yep. <laughs> Plus... Streetwise. Uh. And you get plus two. Okay. Plus three, because technically you've got the the rats. rats. Ah, I knew the rats were a good idea. I spent all the PowerPoint. Okay. <laughs> Four successes. Okay. The passages that you take are sporadic. And the movements that you take are confusing enough that you think that you could leave a decent, very difficult to follow trail behind mm -hmm. you. I mean, not being someone that can track via their scent alone, it's difficult for you to gauge just how difficult you've made it, but you're pretty yeah. confident. And by the time you splinter off away from the rats, you feel a 
better. Uh, and you also come to the conclusion that oh, because you've doubled back on yourself once or twice, if you were being trailed, you've either you are now in very close proximity to the people that are trailing you, or you've lost them. Okay. Okay. So you begin making your way off back towards your second. <coughs> it's going to be a while. By the time you get back, there's not going to be much else that you can do. But you are making your way back to there. Yeah, especially if I if I need to go across like tube lines or whatever like if I'm standing on one side of the tube and then I can jump like across from one like literally jumps jump, potence jump to to get leave gaps where I don't even touch the ground or whatever all the way to my haven so what I start doing I grab my phone I go to the last text sent out yep and I go so Graham showed up in my place. Now I cannot sleep in my own house. You send that to Alicia. Of course. <laughs> um, if you're looking for him, he's in, at the cross hands. If you're looking for Jim, he's at Benjamin's. If you're looking for me, just say the word and I'll show up. Kisses. And I send. And I put it in my pocket and walk, and eventually there will be enough signal for it to go off. So it's I just have it in my outbox. Okay. I just put them, and I just tell Rick and Morty just to keep, <laughs> keep like just go back, go home, bye bye. Okay. In the amount of time that you spent with them, and the fact that you haven't eaten them, mm -hmm. they seem to have warmed enough that they're now closer to you, and they seem almost reluctant when you tell them to shove it. Oh, really? No, 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 come, come, come. And I, I just pet them a little bit, like on the head, and I try to find something to feed them, like whatever I find in my pocket, like break here. Off, break off one of your fingers. No. Oh. He needs those for when he sees Thimble. Yeah. <laughs> I need fingers for Thimble. And you begin, after kind of stroking their shit-covered fur, <laughs> you make your way back off. Um, yeah, if they want to follow me along, yeah, they'll follow me along. Yeah, I'll let them. Okay. Benjamin, you've been driving as long as you can, and there are once there are a few moments where you think that you've lost this individual, and you're confident you have. But then a few moments pass by, and as you are making another turn, the car pulls back in behind you. This time, a little bit closer. And then, when you come up towards uh, the traffic lights, and you glance back into uh, the car, uh, the woman that is in there gestures and says I haven't got any sense of this rooftop freak thing following me at this point, I'm assuming I, I don't still have, think that they're like It's not it's, it's not as prominent as you, as you once thought, there is still a cold sensation, but it's not okay, like pinpointable, <laughs> yeah, sure danger, sure. danger, um Okay, I will. I'll pull over. Okay. <laughs> so you pull over. I, into don't, I don't know. You pull, you pull over you into know. one of the bus lanes yeah. and immediately. Yeah, yeah, you know nothing. I know nothing. I you're, just know there's a woman yeah, in the car. You're so. Jon Snow now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then immediately her car turns down, uh, a turning just before yours. Um, do you still have? 
Hypnotizes. Yeah. You can hear the engine come up, um, die, and then you hear a door slamming. Uh, and it's mixed in the myriad of other sounds which are kind of currently assailing your senses. And it's hard for you to kind of focus on one at yeah, the expense sure. of the others. But then when you look back into the wards of the mirror, you see her turn the corner with her hands in the pocket of her trench coat, marching towards your car. And immediately she goes up to her, opens up the passenger side, gets in, shuts it. Drive. I'll start driving. Okay. She doesn't say anything. She just sits in the car with you. And you begin making your way anywhere in particular or you just well I'm just driving forward for the moment has she put a seatbelt on yes good and I will say um so hello there hello um if you drive long enough you'll lose them and then we can speak all right all right good good yes losing them seems like a good idea I'll I'll drive for a bit okay turn left I'll do as I'm okay. told. Um, we are going to say this will be a wits plus dex. Wits plus dex? No, sorry, wits plus drive. Yeah. Um, and you will get plus one from the teamwork. Oh, okay. So she starts giving you directions. Scary hunger three. Oh, boy. Wee! One, two, three, four, five successes. Okay. Oh, yeah. With <laughs> the directions that she's given you and your son. <laughs> heightening of your senses beyond even their normal yeah. level you are turning down passages and you yeah. are cutting red lights not cutting red lights going through them but Steady. you are making your way through <laughs> them at a safe speed at the last possible moments and she, every time she gives you a direction you're pulling down into it and you have never been this erratic in your driving through london before that you're actually in areas of london you do not recognize but there's a confidence in the way that she is saying, do this, do this, mm. go under here, go over there, go over this bridge. And you are following it to the letter yeah. until finally you come up towards what looks to be a parking uh, multi-story. And she goes, pull in here. I'll do as I'm told. And then she hands you a five pound note. Oh, thank you. For the parking, it seems like. I'll, I'll go in. <laughs> okay. Barrier opens and you drive in. Five pounds in London. Wow. And then you ago. begin going into the first level, and there's loads of spaces, and she goes, not here. And I'll, you begin ascending. I'll. And then on the next floor, there are more spaces. Not here. And you ascend again. Finally, when you come to the third space, she goes, there. Okay, I'll park. Okay. And you pull up into an area which is relatively shallowed. And although there are windows looking out upon London, you are in a position where you can't be readily seen from any particular rooftop. It's at such a height that anybody on neighbouring roofs would not be able to see oh, your okay. car. And then as you pull in, she stops, she undoes her seatbelt, and then she turns and looks at you. I haven't met you yet. Um, no, I, I don't think we've met before, which really only makes us all the, the stranger. But, I, but thank you for um, getting us away from them. Um, I must say, it was much easier with those instructions. Danielle. Danielle, uh, Benjamin. Uh, nice to meet you. Are you? Yes. Okay. Um, out of interest, you know Edmund? Um, yeah, yeah, well, yes. I, can, can you give me a little bit of context for this conversation? I, I'm a little... I don't, this I'm has, sorry, I'm... I don't do this sort of thing normally, I'm afraid. I'm a little out of my comfort zone. No, that's understandable. Um, is there any way I can make you more comfortable while we have this discussion? Um, well, just some idea of... Um, I, I'm, I'm very grateful for your assistance. Just perhaps, you know, 
why you're helping me and, um, and, and what's going on and what that was on the rooftop and, well, you know, that sort of thing. Just so I know where I am and where we stand and, and that you don't mean me any harm, that sort oh, no, of thing. no, 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 no one at all. Oh, good, um, oh, good, that's good to hear. Okay, well, uh, I suppose I'll begin, basically. Um, we're kin. Oh, we're, we're kin? Yeah. Um... Does she, when I say that, does she look particularly pale or gaunt or do Yes, yeah. she does. Okay. And she's not breathing. Now that you're yeah. close enough, you can see that she's not breathing. Oh, oh, right. Oh, hello. Yes. Oh, that makes sense. Um, and, you, and you know Edmund? I do, yes. Um, he was a mentor of mine for a, a while and then he left the, uh, he left the city. I was looking after his galleries for him when he, while he wasn't here. It's not really something that I took much of an interest in, but it's, you know, I, I, I appreciated what he had done for me. And oh then when you came back, I saw you at court, but I didn't have much of an opportunity oh, to say anything. I see. So, um, so you, you, um, you're, you're an artist or? No, 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 oh. no. Um, by kin, I mean, um, the same clan. Oh my goodness! Oh, this is actually quite exciting because I've not actually met any other people from my clan apart from apart from Evan. So, oh well, right, good. So uh, the other questions. Sorry, what were they? Oh, um, well, uh, so you you used to work for Edmund. Well, you, you know, you looked after his galleries for him, and he helped you in the early years of this. Life. He mentored me. Um, my own sire was put to death. Oh my goodness, oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's, he didn't follow the rules. Um, oh, well, yes. So, uh, Edmund uh, tutored me and educated me. Um, explained to me the options that were open to me. And, yes. and in, in response, when he, when he left London, I just... Uh, custodian, I suppose. Oh, right, good. And and um, and were you just coming to visit? Did it just the, the timings just happened to be? I'm very glad you turned up when you did. It's just uh, it's, uh, it's quite a coincidence, you know. The whole not really. I, I've been looking for you for a while. Oh right, right. Um, I. It's hard to explain. Um... Do you know, like when you have a feeling of um, not deja vu. I do know that feeling. No, yes. I mean it's not like that. It's not like with pictures. It's more of a. It's more like um, I feel what other people will feel. It's almost like um, I mean uh, there was. Um, I felt once as though there was a, an incredible pressure on me, um, and then somebody that I know had. Uh, had been crushed to death, things like that, um, oh, and I, I got that sensation when I saw you um, in court. Um, not the not the crushing sensation. No, no. But, um, more of the 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 um, gutting variety. Oh my goodness! This is such a relief. This is such a relief to talk to you because, because recently I had um, uh, well, with me it's not a sensation. It it was a it was I saw it. I saw. Um, I saw some of my, my friends, or one of them having his head ripped off, and another one having someone put their hands through his chest. And, well, the thing is, when you tell people things like this, they just don't understand. They don't, they don't, well, uh, most people. Edmund says it's because we're a bit more perceptive. Um, 
Yes. Although if you ask the other clans, it's because we're um, crazy. Oh, do you know, someone's... I had heard that just recently and I was quite offended because we're not crazy, we're just... I think the thing is, is that when people can't see and, and experience the things we can, they, they don't understand. Oh, it's so nice to meet you, Daniel. This is, oh, goodness. And to think I could have been got by those... What was that on the roof? I don't know. Um, I just know that... Oh, I gave me a horrible feeling. Horrible? Well, I don't... I'm... It's really hard. I can't tell whether or not it's it's something that you're due to experience. I mean, I don't even know whether or not this is the instance where it was supposed to have happened. It's that, that is the difficult thing. I, I suppose with feelings, it's hard to know exactly. Yes, that must be very disorienting. Um, um, less so than you think, I, oh. I think. But it's more... Um, I don't know. I just, I just knew that it was... I just knew who... I was when I felt those sensations. So you knew it would happen to me? And, and these sensations are... Did you say tearing or something like that? Um, a gutting. A gutting? Ooh. Um, I felt my um, intestines being pulled out. Oh dear. <laughs> well then, I'm very, very glad that you found me when you did. Um, now, uh, well, I, I think this is a good place that you took us to. I'm just wondering what to do now, because, well, it's that at some point the, the sun's going to come up, and, um, well, this probably isn't the place to be when it happens. Well, um, we could always, uh, to be honest, I haven't thought this far ahead. Oh, well, I mean, it's, it's not the sort of thing you plan for, really, is it? I mean, oh, well, we should. Um, yes, we should. Right, we should come up with a good, detailed plan. I like it. There, there was somewhere actually that we could we could go. Um, I uh, there there was someone that I used to know that, that that lives close by. I'm pretty certain that we could get in, um, unless he's changed his jobs. He works. Um, th he works early hours. Well, I I have a place. It's just a matter of getting there without being spotted. Well, if you're, if, if, are you happy for me to join you? It's not normally something that's done. Oh, right. Is it, no, I suppose normally we keep these things secret, I suppose. I mean, it's your call if... You have, I think, just saved my life though. I mean, that does count quite a bit and you know it. Well, unless it happens later on today, then I, I've kind of <coughs> not saved anyone's. In fact, I've condemned yes, my that, own. Yes, um, that, would, that would be that would be a, a terrible turn of events if that was to be the case. Um, well, it, it depends. Do you have somewhere to stay? I suppose that's my question. I do, but I'd rather not lead them there. No, that's the thing. I'm concerned about leading them to where I'm going to sleep. That's the thing. Is there anywhere else that we can go? Well, if we can leave without them knowing, then it doesn't matter. We can go there. That's the thing. It's, it, it's not being seen is the trick. Because if they see us, it doesn't matter where we go. They'll follow us, won't they? I suppose. Do you think they knew that you were there? Because if they were following me, they're not looking for you. Do you think you would be able to... See if they're still out there. Oh, I don't know what they are. I don't know who they are. No, I, I don't know either. I caught a glimpse of a 
silhouette. They were on the roof. I'm assuming they're not mortal if there was intestinal pulling. All I know, all I know is that um, my coterie, where I was staying, told me that I had to leave immediately and that it was extremely dangerous. That's all I really know. Can't you stay with the Toreador? Stay with the Toreador? Sorry. Um, Malkavian? Don't you know anybody else in the clan? Well, no, like I said, you're the only um, Malkavian that I've met that isn't Edmund. Well, I mean, I've seen the... What about Edmund? What, stay with Edmund? I could. I just was worried about leading whatever this is to Edmund. That was all. Uh, but it I seems like we're going to run a risk wherever we go, and the longer we stay here. So maybe we should <coughs> go to Edmund, because Evan, know, Evan knows you, and that will. Do you think? Yes. All right. Then, then, then let's do that. We'll go to Edmund. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'll and try. you begin pulling away. Meanwhile, Jim, you wait on the outside of Benjamin's building, waiting for somebody to come out. But there is no movement. Whoever resides here is... They're either inside or they're not coming back. It's getting now to the point where it's about 2 o'clock, approaching 2 o'clock. It's running a bit later than you feel comfortable not knowing where you're going to reside. What do you want to do? You do also look minorly suspicious that you're just standing outside of an apartment building, yeah. staring at a door and waiting for people to come out. Which would occur to you? Yeah, I'm going to uh, pick, pick up the phone and I'm going to call Ben. Okay. You begin pulling out of the, the parking lot, yeah. making your way um, down the multi-story. And just as you're turning towards the barrier, uh, waiting so that you can... Uh, because yeah. it just occurred to you, you've, you've not paid for a ticket yet. And just as you are about to pull in somewhere yes. to go and get your ticket... Yeah. Bzzzt, bzzzt. Pull in and stop the car. And then I'll check, check my phone. Is she it, checks hers. Is it ringing? No. Hers isn't. Yours is. Okay. Uh, I'll say hello. Hello. Uh, ben? Oh, um, Jim. Hello. Yep. Um, what... Are you all right? Everything was very scary, and and I was being followed. I think I might still be being followed yeah. by something very strange on a rooftop. Yeah. Um, you, and and we don't think it's mortal. Um. Well, I don't currently have anywhere else to sleep at the moment. It's getting a little um, late in the evening. Right. Um, currently, I'm outside yours. I'm, Oh. As we had the discussion earlier, I'd rather not... Um, You'd yeah. rather not cause any property damage. I think yes. this is an important step, Jim. I'm very... Uh, this is wonderful. Yes, I'd, um, I'd, I'd rather... And as far as... Um, when you, if you are choosing to come here, I can... Well, I, it's, I, I was... The thing is, I was being followed, and I didn't want to lead them to, to my home. Um, but actually, uh, we were about to go to... Um, to Edmunds, actually. I, I'm, I'm not convinced. I don't know. I could try and speak to him, but I don't know how he will respond. He's, he's quite particular about people he doesn't know turning up unannounced and wanting to stay. You, you, yeah. know, you understand how, how it, it can um, be. I understand. Um, well, let me think. So, in terms of where we are, I don't even know if Benjamin knows where he is exactly, but like where I'm in relation to things like the gallery... You have no idea. Phone. I'll say, um, hold on a moment. Hold, hold the line, Jim. Hang on. I'll cover the phone. Say, 
Do you know where we are? No. Ah, that's going to be a problem. Um, the only thing is, Jim, I have no idea where I am. <laughs> so I don't know how long it's going to take me to get to you. Um, do you think it will be possible for you to get into my flat without breaking anything? I can certainly try. However, I can't promise anything. Well, uh, I'd rather not be standing out here any longer. I think that's yeah. all right. So if you if if you have no other option, I would I would much prefer it that you not break anything. And obviously, obviously, whatever you do, do not kill anyone on my doorstep, please. If or alert the police or anything like that. If you if you can promise that, if a lock gets damaged, I'll deal with. I'll get over that. All right. Um, Just promise me no one dies and there are no police. Okay, I should be able to promise you that. Good, wonderful. I'll take it. Um, I'm, I might come back at some point if I find out where I am and I can lose this tail. Yeah, and if you come back, I'll I'll, I'll fill you in on what the others um, the, the others inform me. Is, is there anything I should know about this thing following me that's not human and very scary that um, you know, or or do you not know either? I know enough to know not to discuss it over the phone. Oh my goodness! Yes. Well. That was a wonderful chat. Ha ha, isn't that wonderful? Well, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't coming back. I'll say to Danielle, I completely lost all sense of sensible things to say on the phone. Sorry, sorry. It's just I did that these, for a while. It, it's just all that all it gets to me sometimes when all this, I mean, what? I, no one told me that there was going to be this going on. I just thought it was going to be quietly painting, that's all. That's all I was told. Well, I mean, most of the time it doesn't, it doesn't kind of, um, there's not many consequences uh, unless, you know, you, you anger the, well, you, you're discovered by the society or something similar. Um, but uh, The society? What's that? Oh, Edmund's not told you. Oh, I, then I'll leave it to him. I'd, I'd rather not. Oh, no, of course, no. He should do it in his proper time, of course. I'll, I'll ask him about it. Uh, long story short, just don't mention ridiculous things over the phone. Yes, of course. Yes. Right. Oh, one last question, ST. I'm assuming that when I saw the silhouette on the, the rooftop, it didn't chime any, like, oh, it's... Like, as in the thing on the rooftop did not seem like another thing that is following me around. It felt like something. Like, okay, cool. Okay. Jim, you hang up your phone. What do you want to do? I'm trying to figure out if there's any way for... Uh... Uh, need to get in, get in here without breaking anything and as quietly as possible. It's difficult for a building like this. There are fire. There's not a fire escape, but there is a fire exit onto the first floor. Um, you get the feeling that this building probably should have one. Probably it doesn't. At least not that you can see the adjacent building does. So you could, in theory, get up there and make your way over the top, but it would require making the hop to the other side of the building. How far is the hop? Good standard distance, so you're probably looking at between two, two plus meters. Um, uh, it's a drop <laughs> if you miss. <laughs> drop. Um, I am going. Does it look like there's anyone, anyone really around on the street? There are people moving back and forth. There's not loads of people. Most people that are coming to this area are here to sleep. Um, or are... And I'm, I'm going to go up that fire escape from the other building. Okay. I'm going to have a look at, look at the roof. See how flat okay. it is. The, the roof is pretty flat. There's not much in the way you could make a running jump. 
in which case I'd need a strength plus athletics roll from you. Then I will back him as far as I can. Hope we're going to do that thing that Moses can with his legs and run and jump. Okay. Mm. Oh, not bad. Uh, is that critical? No, it's three. Not three. You back up, steady your feet, and then the moment that you're confident that there is no one that's going to see you on the ground below, you dart towards the end and fling yourself and just cartwheeling arms fly <laughs> across this small gap and land solidly on the other side, having cleared a decent. Uh, a, a decent distance onto the other side. Should be her landing. <laughs> Gravel in the fist. Um, so yeah, you got clear on the other side, and there there is a door that you can use to get in. It is shut. Um, you you could probably try forcing it open. Um, it's going to be less obvious that it's been tampered with than the front door, but it's something that you can consider, or you could just wait up there. Uh, Take me, son. <laughs> and how how long should it about be till uh, till sunrise? Uh, now it's coming after two o'clock, so you've got four hours or so. Four hours. Uh, and I'm going to probably the next two two and a half hours. Just kind of uh, just kind of keep a watch over the rooftop, see if there's anything that may have followed me. Okay. Um, and, and just keeping hidden. Okay. Um, Which plus awareness? Which plus awareness? Um. <laughs> no. It's just zero successes. Okay. It's so. Ah. Do you have no willpower? I have. Uh, I'll spend one willpower to reroll the single dice I have available to that. Okay. From this perch, uh, it's unfamiliar. You're not, you are not used to this area of the city. It's not like your haven when you know each of the streets at a glance. This one is alien to you. And glancing around at the different people wandering down below and the alleyways and the the lights and the cars passing by, it's hard for you to kind of know where to focus on the different ways that someone could approach this building. And you are pretty high up, but not so high up that people couldn't be watching you from another building top. It is pretty exposed. His building's just not one of the highest ones there. And as you're glancing around, you are not confident that if you have been followed, that you would be able to tell. It's difficult for you. Meanwhile, at the Chantry... <laughs> Back where civilised people Yes. I'm assuming that you've taken um, Sabine up on her offer and began drinking? Yes, she would have found okay. somewhere to feed. So the amount that you would have taken would have dropped you by one. Okay. The amount that was on offer, so you can drop down to uh, two. two. Yay. Okay. What do you plan on doing? <coughs> so, I think it's it's been a while since she's had time just to spend here without being given dire threats or impossible tasks. So, I think she's just going to almost reacquaint herself with what was her home for a long time. Just water corridors like keep an eye out in case she does pass will and she basically probably do like a lazy circuit um to kind of keep herself occupied checking her phone fairly often because she might be a little bit concerned about the rest of her coterie um there is a possibility um and it she will probably end up um if not uh back at the library i imagine and 
probably busy herself starting, she'll probably try and distract herself by starting to, um, starting to do some further reading and research into, um, into her own kind of thaumaturgy and stuff, I think. Okay. Uh, you do the rounds uh, going around the Chantry, just kind of, I mean, this place is amazing, not because of the size of it, just because you are still pretty confident these corridors shift in some way, and you're given a stark kind of flashback to the first time you found yourself wandering these corridors. I'm trying to convince myself that, no, this is, this is kind of my place as well now, mm -hmm. I don't need to feel uncomfortable about my own home. And there are acolytes that come around that show you a bit of difference when, you, when you're going. You are someone of status. Not high status, but you're <laughs> someone of status. And there's a bit of a difference and a bit of envy there from the lowest levels of the Chantry. Certainly given that you are new, you certainly have elevated a little higher than they have in the time that they've been there. But difference is difference. And as you're making your way through the Chantry, it almost distracts you enough that you don't notice when you pass by um, Oliver going through the front of the Chantry. And as you note, he moves over towards the front door and pauses and looks back over his shoulder. And the two young individuals which originally helped you uh, remove the thin bloods from the car and bring it into the Chantry are moving after him. And they're carrying uh, sheets um, that are draped over something solid that they're carrying over their shoulders, making their way towards the rear exit for the Chantry. Um, if he does stop and make any kind of recognition, she would probably just say good evening if she passes. Okay. Uh, do a quick uh, intelligence plus awareness. Okay. That's three successes. Okay. The things that they are toting out are bodies. Probably not too surprised. Is it a particularly big body? Yeah. Um, that they are making the way, to, yeah, which they are making their way towards uh, the side exit. And he's got his back to you as he is um, just standing there, erect as Oliver is, um, and watching them go past. <laughs> Trust you to start giggling. <laughs> He's making a note, he's making a note! Making That's the kind note. of notes I make. <laughs> God damn it, why? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he's watching them go past towards the exit and then he stops and his head twists and then he looks around towards you having noted that you are there and he considers you for a long moment. And it's odd because the usual kind of sneer he affords you, or certainly has afforded you recently, is not there. But there is nothing there at all. And it's as loathsome as it is to admit, there is a part of you that is kind of wounded, I suppose, by the kind of blase kind of, I don't really yeah, care. Yeah, these have the courtesy to look pissed off. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, <laughs> I mean, he still considers you, perhaps not with the. Uh, difference that you've seen some not difference but the affection that some sires might give to their child but fun. the way he just looks at you is kind of a mild surprise that you're here but then as you say good evening he just nods 
and then turns and walks out the door. I continue on my merry way. And then you hear more footsteps coming down um, the stairway. And as you look over towards the stairway going up, you see Will adjusting her coat um, with uh, a satchel. A satchel that you've given her, actually. Um, that she is adjusting the clasp on. And then as she stops at the bottom and looks up and sees you, she stops. Looks past you towards Oliver, who's waiting at the door and watching her. And then she just lowers her eyes and moves past you um, towards Oliver. And as he ushers her out, he looks at you one last time. Again, no scorn there more kind of just double checking and then he steps out after her and the door shuts behind him oh, I finally let the, the smile go and just chill for a second and probably carry on like now heading probably a bit more straight towards the library but at this point okay is there anything in particular you want to be researching or do um I think essentially she's just probably carrying on the sort of thing she would have been working on at the cross hands. Um, almost like, it's almost like an ongoing, um, like practice research, um, just work that is essentially like her ongoing research at the moment. And um, yeah, it's kind of getting on with that. Just trying to keep useful, trying to remain productive. Cause I don't think anything drives her mad okay. quite as much as feeling unproductive. Do me a intelligence plus blood sorcery roll. I rolled too many red dice last time. That doesn't happen very often. Let's just take that one. Oh, intelligence plus resolve. I'll let you choose which one. Uh, I think that I brought the same. Cool. Uh, that would be one, two, three successes. Three successes. Okay. Yeah, so... I mean, the kind of idea of a blood sorcery with regards to technology is not outside the realms of possibility. It's certainly something that you're aspiring to. And you feel like you managed to get a, a, you know, a decent enough legway, given that yeah. there's lots of distractions currently ongoing. Uh, but it's not enough to fully differ, you know, distract no. you from what's going on. And it's certainly not enough for you to feel like you made any progress, which isn't a surprise. I think she like... feels a bit of a frustration that there isn't anywhere that's safely able to be a secure location to have a proper setup where she could be doing a bit more practical experimentation because every time she starts working on that at the cross hands something blows up i kind of think it's the cross hands go um so yeah you managed to start making the the headway into that it's not a massive leaps and bounds and to be honest it's more just refreshing yourself on old notes yeah. notes that you've not really committed yourself to since <sighs> giving more of a focus towards Will and helping her trying to recover from how you originally found her. Um, and your focus has been divided. And now in, re you know, in reflection, you think that there should be part of you that robbed of your ghoul, you should be able to focus more on a single thing. But it's weird in that it's the opposite. Um, hmm. And as you're wandering on that, you continue just going over your notes. Um, and your room that you are in is just as... Uh, not necessarily barren, but it feels uncomfortable by comparison to your place in the in the crossed hands. There's no beanbags. There's no beanbags, and there's probably no gaming consoles or anything <laughs> similar. <either. laughs> um, but it's there is a familiarity to it. It's just not a comfortable familiarity, and you settle yourself back into your work. Okay, Moses. Do I get to my super? Do I make other? Yes. Okay. It doesn't take you too long to get back there. I mean, it's not 
it's not a quick jaunt, but it's not as long as you thought it was going to be. And before too long, you manage to make your way back. You have no response on your phone. Alicia has not responded. Oh, no. But by the time you get back there, uh, with it approaching three o'clock, it's kind of... There's other concerns that are going on in your mind. You don't know where the rest of your coterie is. Yeah. But you, you've, they've said where they might be going. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is give uh, Batman and Robin a place so they can... I, I haven't chosen what to call them, so I'm going to be doing that until something goes like... At their heart, they're always going to be Rick or whatever. and Morty. Yeah, Rick and Morty. Uh, sorry. Rick and Morty, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it's 2001. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, yeah, as long as you don't actually say it in character. <laughs> okay. So I tell <laughs> Rick... I, I bring Rick and Morty to, to the place where I, sh I would have, like, foggies, uh, water, bowl, and and some food or whatever, so they can bathe and, or drink or do whatever. Like, they have their corner, because it, 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 that is, like, well away from all the technical stuff. I don't want them biting cables or stuff. Okay. I just give I them mean, their playground with food. Yeah. They seem a bit more familiar with you now. They're not 100% <coughs> settled with you. Um, you did eat their friends and family. Um, however... But, but they, that was, they that also was like, do that. And that was, like, know, three generations ago. You know, that was, like, three generations ago. Like, about a month and a half. And a half. Well, these could be strange rats. Yeah. You yeah. never know. It's World of Darkness rats, maybe. Um, you make... They go over towards the, the water bowl and begin splashing themselves off the water gets fouled pretty quickly but they <laughs> and they don't look clean they just look damp and soiled <laughs> but make sure i mean i seem to be enjoying it i just put it running keep it running keep the water running so they they play there for a while while i go in send mess send messages to all three of them okay Same. saying pretty much i'm safe for, uh, uh i'm home for the night how about you guys um and then I start recovering everything that I dumped from the cross hands to my servers to here, to my, my, my servers. And I want to piggyback on our CCTV's feed from the cross hands here. I don't have that many monitors, but I want to see what's going on there. Okay. Uh, intelligence plus technology. Yeah. Um, so that, that'll be, do I get to, uh, networks? Yes. My haven. Ooh. That's a pool. Oh, that's crap. That is, oh, that boy. is, uh, that is, that is a willpower point. <laughs> <laughs> because it, there, it, it's like a zillion successes, but a messy critical. Look at his face. One, two, three. Does this technically mean you are now impaired? No. Yes. Yes? After this, yes. Okay. Oh. Oh. Oh, you spend willpower like it's something that you spend. Yeah, but I would rather not have a messy critical in my kidney. Wow. Eat their rats. Well, that's seven successes. Seven successes? Okay, it's yeah. easy for you to cut through on and piggyback onto your other system. And the one thing that becomes, uh, that is very clear to you is that the cameras that survey the interior and the exterior, uh, the interior, sorry, of the building, um, they are still running, but they are black. And as you are surveying, you go back over the system. I'm assuming you can remote control yeah, access yeah, yeah. it. Um, you go back through the system and you see the part where they 
step inside through the door. They, um, Graham and Graham plus uh, Amy. And then as soon as they step inside, um, they both stop. And Graham looks around and then peers down the corridor where he was peering uh, previously. And then Amy, the moment she, she steps inside, she stops, looks up from one corner to the next to the other, sees the camera, moves over to it, and then reaches up and you see black. How does it, how do they go in? Through the front door. But it was like midnight and you locked it when you left. So they, do, do I have access to the one outside? I want to yep. see if they pick the lock or everything. Okay. Um, you see, uh, as they go up towards the front door, um, Graham steps up towards it, glances through the window, just to check, and then he moves back out to the front, pulls out a cigarette, and as he's lighting it, just looks up and down as Amy moves forward, and then with herself in front, so you can't quite see, um, she just puts her hands in, and after a few moments just opens the yeah. door, steps aside, and then Graham, with his cigarette still lit, steps inside, stops, and now that's when she starts looking between the corners. With the door shut. I record all of that. Yep. Like I just bring bring that recording uh, to my hard drives here in the server. Okay. Okay. And then, are you keeping it going? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And, I, I, and every time a new camera is put black, I just minimize that and put it on a corner, and then next to it. So I, 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 I'll be taking feeds and 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 making. I'm gonna make it like a very good visual map of this. This is gonna be like a featured film of Graham and Amy. Yep. That I'm gonna share with some other clans. Okay. Well, um, they begin making their way through, mm -hmm. um, and each of the cameras sequentially goes black. And each and every single time, you see Amy move. Check, cor check corners, and the moment she finds when she moves up, her hand comes up, and then it goes black. Mm -hmm. um, how long ago was the last camera? You're probably looking at about an hour ago. Since then, it's still been black. Okay. Um, which one? The last was. Which one was the last camera that went? The camera. How far into the building did your cameras run? Remind me. Well inside the building common areas and my room okay like I have like everything because I, I do keep especially because of the ghost I do keep like surveillance of what's going on in okay. my room uh, you saw Amy descend down to the stairs sit herself at your computer after um, a few moments and as she started working and then you saw your screen flash and become active she stopped glanced over saw the camera got up and moved over towards it yeah. Went black. Okay, cool. I try to connect with my computer. It shouldn't have anything. I formatted everything. So I just try to see what's there. Okay. Uh, you find that a few of your files have been accessed. Not all of them, but the CCTV footage has all been ha taken and copied. From how back ago because I took the physical hard drive with the CCTV from the previous two nights because that's where Alicia's face is, is and yeah. I brought it with me but to you've this archived table. some of it haven't you sorry you've archived some of it it's archived in that physical hard drive I just put it okay in a, in a so there's nothing saved on the computer no well, old 
CCTV footage, probably, but not nothing from the last couple. It's like from the night uh, Alicia, because I archived it into a, a hard drive and brought it with me to this. Haven. Okay, in that case, where CCTV has just been accessed and gone over. Um, the other files that are on there, if they have been looked at, you can't really tell. Okay. Um, it's more just the CCTV footage has been accessed. Okay, cool. Um, but with the cameras out and the fact you don't have audio, it's no, no. difficult for you to tell it's anything okay. else. Okay, I go with Sexy Pro is always online. So you just open an IRC chat. Go like, hi there, Sexy Pearl. Quick question and weird one. Who do you know in the jewelry business? Do I look like someone that wears jewelry? <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. No, but you look like the kind of person who would know who, who would know who sells gold and silver. No. <laughs> I have like a gazillion weird requests. But for now, I just need you to hand over some footage to Plucky Jake and have him look at it. You want me to do another favor? No. I need you to inform our primogen that lupines are roaming in our city. Where? You get one guess. <laughs> <laughs> if it's in your domain, it's your problem, winky face. <laughs> there are quotation marks, and then she puts dash, Prince Emrys. <laughs> and then in brackets, not a direct quote. In brackets. Yeah. Sucks to be me, right? If you have lupines, Yes. <laughs> Sad face. So I sent her the video anyway. anyway. He's like, well, when you find me or my coterie dead, these are the guys who did it. And I sent her like a part of the video where Graham and Amy show. Who's the guy? Graham He's McEwen. hot. <laughs> <laughs> like... Must be the beard. Um, <laughs> you know what? Um, yeah, yeah. The, the the hot guy is called Graham, Graham McEwen, and um, the lady is called Amy. Could be a lie. I don't know. Um, well, if you'll excuse me, I'll be making my will. My last will and testament. Um, Can I have your computer? <laughs> actually, yes, you are in it. Don't die before you repay my boon. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Don't worry, I'll transfer it to Jim. Winky face. Bye. I'd rather the Tremere. <laughs> oh. Deal. Okay, so I sexy prologues off. I I I wait for any of the replies, if any. I Does wait anyone? for I, any. I would probably as soon as I get a text from Moses be like, 
Oh shit, yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all were supposed to text me when you got home. I, I message everyone just and say safe. Okay. I text directly. I text Katya directly. I was like, um, I guess that favor you asked me is gonna have to wait a little bit, unless you know where she is. I know where she is. The difficult part is meeting up in private. Anyway, I'm fine. How are you? Alive, for the time being. Also, lupines are a problem. Brackets, they're in our domain, apparently. I just keep doing stuff. Like, literally, I bring up a couple of documents and stuff, like a, an email, automated email. It's like, if I don't go online every certain number of days, eventually it'll just send itself. So, with, like, my last will and testament, I will write it down and hand it over to you at some point later. Okay. Like, this has made me think <laughs> about the very few precious possessions that I have possessions that I have and I will write them down. Okay. Probably get so. a reply from me saying I'm in no rush. <laughs> cool. Do you two send replies? Yeah um Jim Jim's gonna um call uh call Moses. Pick up. Zzzzt. Put it in the speakerphone. Very Late nineties. <laughs> Enter on the speakerphone. Yes. Uh, glad that you're glad that you're uh, safe. That you that you're, you're safe. Um, uh, to be confirmed whether I am currently, but hopefully. Where are you? Uh, doesn't doesn't matter. I doubt you can. I doubt you can uh, give me a hand with this. But uh, uh, thanks for checking in. Um, do you get yeah? You sure you sure no one followed you? If they did, they're gonna be like really sorry they did. Alright. Yeah. Alright. Well hopefully we'll survive this. Well, I'll survive this. You should you should be fine with your capabilities. It's okay, I'm already safe and sound. Yeah. Are you still hungry? Um, yes, and uh, with... Are you with Benjamin already? Nope, and uh, on the... Are you outside the domain? Yeah. Are you trying to feed? I'm not trying to feed at the moment. Or Keep no. it like that. <laughs> I would I would like to get this glass out of my back. Uh, um, uh, glass out of your back? What are you talking about? Did you oh, did you break like, into Benjamin's flat? What would, We just I, had I, I, a I conversation got, about not breaking I, I in. Take <laughs> 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 Thank you for listening to part one of this episode of Blood on the Thames. We really hope that you enjoyed the show, and if you ever want to watch us playing live, find us at Twitch at 7pm UK time every Monday. Follow us on Twitter or Facebook for latest updates. See you next week!